Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. All right. Don't forget to take photos, Rob. Oh, and don't forget to let the old sun cream run into your eyes. Let's run. Good morning. Morning, morning, morning. Welcome to Running Commentary on our lovely traditional Parkland Walk. Yes, in a, on a very hot summer's day, isn't it? It's, it's proper, absolutely proper gorgeous. Stuff, isn't it? Except yeah. maybe yeah, a bit hot. Yeah, I, yeah. Uh, I actually was up early this morning to go shopping before the kids got up. Right. I say up early, not like... You know, our friends going out for dawn runs and stuff, but earlier than usual. Yeah. And it was so nice. It was like being on holiday. Yes, it is. My dad always used to get up at, uh, like, before everyone else, and even in staying in a hotel when breakfast would be on the table at a given time. Yeah. He'd be back from the local shop with the newspaper. That's you know, in, in our yeah, little, yeah. when we were staying in Devon or wherever. And I felt a bit of that this morning. It was kind yeah. of magical. Everyone, yeah. old lady chatting to me in the supermarket. It was like kind of halcyon days of yore that never was. Yeah, it really is. Uh, well, we're meant to be on the verge of a hit, of a bit of a mini heat wave, aren't we? Yeah, that's the idea. That's it. She's. Uh, and we're lucky. Well, we're lucky all around, really, because we were out in lovely weather last week, and then it was really rainy. But I went out for a run in the rain at the end of last week. Did you run in the rain? When was that? I might have kind of pouring down on Thursday. Look at these butterflies. Right. Those two. That's amazing. Can't see what they are. They're doing a little sexy dance. Flitting about in the sun. I think I even got a photo. I'm sure it's a brilliant photo because they were, you know, huge and moving slowly. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, did you get out in the rain? I can't actually remember now. I, uh, I didn't have... I ran on Friday, then I ran on Sunday. I didn't get my long run this week. Right. So, but I ran yesterday, and I'm doing another session later today, so I'm on a bit of a double up. Oh, I forgot about that. Oh, sorry, maybe we should have gone out yesterday. No, 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 it's fine. How was it? So you're back training last Tuesday. Yes, I did. How was it? It was really good fun. We met up uh, with four other athletes, had a little chat, and then just had a a small club session. Yep. And it it was great. I mean, I hadn't done anything fast in 
in ages, and it's you could argue that I still haven't done anything for this. <laughs> yeah, but it was nice to make the attempt. There's a, there's a strong case to be said, but I really enjoyed it. We did like three 10 minute bursts, and I thought I'd last two and a half, and I did. And by the end of the the half of the second, there's a bloke there who'd run 39 miles on the Sunday. Yeah, wow. And he was running away from me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and he's like, he's older than me. I thought, it's time to stop now. The reach yeah, is the a stage where you just can't go any faster. Yeah, and without going back to darker earlier times, when you're within 48 hours of a suspected heart attack, you've got to kind of watch the dials as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> it's worth noting that. And it's worth thanking everybody who reached out with concern. Yes. There's been no repetition of that. I feel, I wonder whether it was a bit of a panicky thing. I think it was an anxiety attack. Yeah. I mean, what, I, obviously, I'm not a do- in any way a doctor. No. But what I, I, I more than like, an anxiety attack, a bad anxiety attack is like a heart attack. That's what I, right. that's what I know from the culture. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know, it just fits the bill. Yeah, I mean, because you had a lot going on. Yeah, I saw a lot going on, but I know. I think it was Rabi in a way as well. Yeah. Just that added to it as well. Exactly. And of um, course we think, well, I felt okay, but that's the whole point. It's about subjugating emotion and putting things and being strong and putting things to one side, isn't it? Yeah. That yeah, bubble can burst. But it was uh, it was a funny little episode and thanks to people for for reaching out with like we really think it's good you chatted about it and stuff, but why don't you go and see a doctor? And of course, I still haven't seen a doctor. Yeah, yeah. So, I noticed you last so week, and, and I'm sorry to put, you, put this under the microscope, but you did say, I've sort of had it checked out. Yeah, that was a long time ago. I, mean, I saw a doctor and, and chatted about it, and she just, she just said, just be as healthy as you can, and just that's it. Well, there's not much you can do, really. I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The other thing, we must thank people for is as you all know last week we introduced our supporter button specifically for your generosity because uh, running commentary does not charge but you have been so generous have they really oh yeah we've, had, <laughs> really? we've been given nearly a thousand pounds and all accompanied with lovely messages of so gratitude for um you know, uh, sticking with it through the lockdown and people saying that we've been with them, which is just what really, we want. Really I mean, we're, we're as happy to be with you as you are to have us with you. And That's lots good. of fun stuff. And, and obviously just the tone, you know, everyone gets that it's optional. Basically, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like the world just bought us a drink. Yeah, that's really So, and our college drink, of course. And, uh, well, it's definitely going to boost the weekly shop. Yeah, it's going to be great. <laughs> yeah. if only, be maybe the, the you could invest. Are coming through. We could get um, Odbins open again. <laughs> um, but uh, I really say so responsible. <laughs> Go on a massive bender <laughs> after getting some money from the community. Never, never, never say, seen again. I feel like <laughs> I feel like the community in a funny kind of way would approve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they just but ran and drank till they couldn't run and we drink didn't see anymore. Them again. <laughs> but uh, I, I said it to you, so sorry, and I said it to online so everyone's probably heard this but the closest analogy was certainly George Bailey's big basket of cash yes at the end of uh, it's a wonderful life so uh, I think Clarence got his wings I think Clarence got his wings Paul that's very (laughs) no it's really nice and it's uh, it's something we've never done and it's something (laughs) something that we not uh, I couldn't help I couldn't, I couldn't help but just sort of laugh at that. 
I didn't mean to laugh, but I couldn't help but smile at that, at that <laughs> exercise that was going on by the bench. Oh, I thought you were saying a nice hello. <laughs> well, that sort of was. <laughs> but there's been, sorry, there's been some, uh, there's been some absurd but brilliant outdoor exercise going on, hasn't there? Have you, I've seen people doing pull-ups on scaffolding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen all kinds of stuff going on because the gyms are shit. I thought that was a fairly... Uh, no, it was. It totally was. Just took you by surprise. A fairly sort of orthodox move by a bench. I was just surprised <laughs> surprised by it. Yeah, we've never asked for wedge. And, and actually, and you can't really do that one at home. What, no. the, what the woman was doing was that she was in like a sitting position with her hands behind her on the bench. Yeah. And then like doing like sort of reverse press-ups. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely great for your upper arm. Perfectly entitled to do so. Ridiculous. Um, but it's okay. It basically came out as a friendly hello, so you're yeah, yeah, you're it's fine. You're covered. Yeah, well, as, as I was saying, with we've never asked for which we're not going to start, but it's just it's nice to see us through this. What's a bit of a difficult period. Yeah, people notice the total the total absence of gigs but you've still got yeah. a house right yeah 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 we've still got our houses yeah, um, so yeah well thank you it was just but it was just a beautiful thing like say that's the point is the way people get that you know the tone it was yeah. tonally beautiful as well Good. as financially <laughs> yeah <laughs> so thanks everyone oh, nice. the other thing I was just saying this to all before we started recording I think it's worth looking at someone Got in touch the other day and said, hi, I'm a new listener. Um, what's the backstory? And right. uh, obviously that's an enormous question. What, but what we our, would like to say... What, our backstory? Yeah, yeah, like... The backstory of the podcast? Yeah. All right. <laughs> Mine, yours, this. Right, okay. You know, it was... It's a, it's, a, it's a big question. But I think we have welcomed a number of new listeners in the lockdown. Welcome. Welcome, Welcome new listeners. Welcome, new Welcome. listeners. Yeah. Welcome. And, uh, and I also, you know, uh, at this lovely rate, some semblance of pre-lockdown life is beginning to return. Yes. I think it's about time we take stock of the situation. Yeah, yeah, of course. Of course. I mean, one thing that uh, one thing that has been a regular feature of podcast, hey, is, uh, is the occasional. Come on, get to it. Improvised toilet break. <laughs> which okay. Is, which we now. Well, yeah, so we're going to introduce one of those right now. Which we're now approaching. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And then after that, as we <laughs> as we evaluate the backstory, which I intend to delve into deeply. Yeah, I think just give Paul a minute to delve into his backstory, <laughs> and then we'll give you the backstory. <laughs> So, all good? Yes. Well, I don't, you know, we can't... The, 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 the story of the uh, uh, podcast itself is, uh, is a simple one, really. Let's go back to the very beginning. Very beginning. Take us back to the very beginning, Rob. Well, I think me and you have been running together probably... Oh, sorry. For about... Five years, give or take. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is a classic amount of time where, if you're younger than us, you won't know this. So you look around and think, that was about a month ago, wasn't it? Yeah. No, it was five years. Yeah. And, uh, and we were enjoying it, yeah, having you, a good old you chat. Were, 
you were an arrivist, weren't you? You just arrived. That's right. Running, and I was a returnee. That's the fundamental that's um, a, that's setup. Dynamic, isn't that's it? the sitcom setup. Is yeah. that he's Mr. Running, kind of running out of the womb, but joing like a bullet yeah. out of a gun. Yes, or like some kind of Scarborough Greyhound. And uh, knocking off superhuman PBs on yeah, the way to me. and from school. Yeah, you were doing marathons, left, right, and centre. Well, uh, but yeah, but when I I was uh, didn't run at all, so you'd notice. Yeah. Till I was gone 35. Right. Which is uh, so I started running in 2008, and then yeah, when we started running, 2014, 2015. I was on fire. Yeah. I'd come to it fresh. You were... Didn't really know what I was doing. But yeah. I was going off like a rat out of a trap. Yeah. And I got... got a, I got my half marathon and marathon PB with kind of virtually by accident. Yeah. Certainly wasn't measuring my runs or anything. It was just like... You had the joyful speed of the, of the newcomer, didn't you? The yeah. blind pace. The, of the naive, the healthy naivety. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Someone's got and you just run body, but doesn't know what they're doing with and it. And you just run fast all the time, didn't you? Yeah, that's right. Essentially, and I think that's interesting actually because, of course, it sounds Sorry, sounds man. like we're just just blowing smoke up my caboose. But no, because we're, we're about thing, to pour rain on your parade. Though. Exactly. <laughs> just in the just just before we started recording, I was the guy going, let's. Let's run, let's do marathons. Yeah. And at that point, where were you with your running? Let's get the snapshot. I was very much occasionally, you know, I'd run loads when I was a kid at an okay, okay-ish level. Um, and then I'd kind of stopped for showbiz and to go raving. I stopped for the rave up. And shifted over to football, I think. And shifted over years. to football. Sorry. I played, played a fair bit of football. And then just coming into it from my mid-30s onwards, really, the odd, the very odd marathon here and there. Yep. I did one in, like, 2002. And I think, in retrospect, if it's not too soon to say, I don't think you'd, uh, you'd, you'd, done, a cu- you'd done two or three. Yeah. I don't think you'd done a satisfactory one. No, not really, no. I'd done a 309. Uh, I'd, had, I'd had sporadic stages where I was really into running for a bit, then I'd drop it. But when I met you and started running, I was very much... Once or twice a week. I mean, you were the one who teased me into it. I'd be invariably hung over on a Monday meeting at the park. I taught you that hungover yeah. running is a beautiful <laughs> thing. <laughs> but it was like. Uh, but I think yeah, also. Yeah, it was like you, you dragged me back into it, definitely. Is it make, it, it sounds quite positive, but drag back into it is it? Because it was basically you going, well, if he can do it. <laughs> well, there was, I think there was a bit of that. There was definitely a bit of that, yeah. <laughs> And around this time, we were spotted. That's the first time we went on the radar. Um, uh, comedians, uh, some kind of midlife crisis, uh, kind of midlife crisis. He's, uh, he's coming back into it. Deering's uh, already in it. Uh, used to be fat for ever since that point. Seems that Rob has got slower while Paul sped up. Uh, <laughs> some kind of hatchet job on Deering's athletic career. Yeah. And it happened, but that was the... <laughs> Absolute start point. That's the bloody bit before the titles, because uh, I got really ill and cracked a rib. Right. Then we started recording. Yes. <laughs> well, no, we we used to go out and we used to go out and talk, and we'd have a good laugh and we'd have a good chat, and then we realised that look, that look, 
the longer you ran, the better the chats got. Yeah. And then we just thought, we're feeling quite inspired. Why not record this? Yeah. Other people are making podcasts. People are why desperate to hear our wisdom. Why don't we make a podcast? Yeah. Why don't we call it Running Commentary? It was quite difficult. It's quite difficult recording it. And that yes. was quite fun. I said at the time, was, it was a bit of a pain. That was but Rob's it made department. us realise that it is a bit of a USP. Because you've really got to... It was just a faff. It's a faff to make this happen. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And that was actually why that's a key element to recent recordings. Because all the stuff that we needed to record remotely in the deepest days of the lockdown... Um, we're already in place. It's already in place, yeah. Because yeah. a lot of people do podcasts, and some do podcasts about running, but nobody has ever before in history had the idea of recording the podcast whilst running. We're incredible. Yeah. I mean, I, I, sometimes I amaze even <laughs> ourselves. Yeah, 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 yeah. Slightly over ideas of the hyperbolic statement regarding the concept of the podcast. Did you just say hyperbolics? Yeah, hyperbolics. All right, hyperbolics. Which reminds me of one of the exciting stories. Purple clackers. No, I'm And I think that... Oh, yeah. oh Carl. Let's not get run over. Oh, Carl. That's what makes Carl. it so exciting. Every now and again, we, we might get run over. That is a thrill. That's one of our... Has been a thing. USPs to constant... So, yeah, so we got out there and... On the edge of danger. And, uh, yeah, so the first time we did an event... Because that's the other thing, if you are new, we, we, and you haven't gone back through... A lot of people have gone back to the beginning, so they know all ev- everything we're about to say we've already heard twice. But um, we do like to run in different places and go to different events. The first one was that Bath Half. No, but you've got to take it back. Go on, go on. You've got to take it back to at least the first two or maybe even three times we tried to record it. It didn't work. Oh, God, yeah. Like the very early days. We had the big plan of let's launch in January, whenever it was. We'd meet up on a cold January morning, use these remote recorders. We were doing the London Marathon, weren't we? Yeah, we were. We were yeah, so we said, we'll, we'll, we'll do that. That will be yeah. our first kind of story. We'll be the, yeah. the 16 weeks from New Year to London Marathon. <laughs> and five weeks later, we're like, so we're five weeks in. And as you don't know, we've said all our best thoughts. None of this is working. <laughs> yeah, every one of you um, has missed out on easily the funniest things we ever said. They yeah. were all in that first month yeah. when the recordings te- tended to go like this. Hello. Hello. Yeah. I'm Rob Ding and I'm Paul. P- the suggestion that any funny thoughts were done in the first few weeks of recording uh, Burnt in History. Over. This is that moment, just a moment to note where we are. We've just crossed over at Highgate into Queenswood. Yeah. And no matter how lovely it is, how many people are in and out of their houses, you get to this moment, it's always just me and you in the woods. Oh, it's, it's very it's fantastic. nice. Isn't it? This is our, I mean, any story of running commentary, this is the meat and two veg of. Probably, probably at least one out of every three runs is just around here, isn't it? The yeah, woods in Highgate yeah. Woods. Absolutely. Highgate Woods, Queens Woods. Absolutely gorgeous. So, yeah, it took us, in a way, again, it's probably helped us that we, that it took us a while to get started because we were trying so hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we pretty much relaxed into it before we bit. managed to get it. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then since then, the, the things that we've lent on, it is nice to do events and it's nice to... You know, to, to run and talk around events. You yeah. saying about running in the woods makes you think of all the times we've gone into Clissold Park and done a taper run or a recovery run. Yes. And be- talked about our hopes and dreams. Before or, or after a marathon. Yeah, yes. that's right. Yeah, and that, uh, 
that trying hard is worth it's worth chatting about because it's really stage now where we don't really think about being the fact we're being recorded, which might be, <laughs> For might be quite worse. obvious. Occasionally, <laughs> so that's apparent at times. <laughs> yeah, but it's. Uh, but we noticed that the other week when we didn't, when we weren't recording, we just went for a, a run, didn't we? How little difference was. Yeah, yeah, which that's is nice, right. isn't it? Yeah, that is. I as think it's it should nice. be. It certainly makes it low pressure. Yeah, for us. Well, talking about taking stock of life, I think maybe we didn't know it as well as we do now, particularly as you've written your book and stuff, is the kind of people, the voices we'd become from being comedians. Right. And then doing something where we're not being comedians. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because it's never been... <laughs> I mean, there has been a little bit of... Dirty. <laughs> There's a bit of that, <laughs> which is good, but there's, uh, yeah, it's just, uh, I suppose what we're saying is that people who listen to the podcast for a long time yep. and get in touch with us feel like mates, don't they? Absolutely. And that's, uh, the fundamental that's is an unforced kind of thing that's just sort of, that is we didn't really be. think about that. No, I think the two clinchers, okay? yeah, yeah, the three, yeah, uh, I was going to say the two clinchers are that we uh, um, want you to feel like you're out here with us. Although the downside of that is you don't get to actually join in the conversation. <laughs> I to get to speak. So it's, but what's yeah. best is if you're really unfit, so you couldn't speak anyway. If you're listening now going... <laughs> <I'll> <laughs> you're out the target of getting heckled remotely. Yeah. That's, well, that that's, happens. That probably could have... Oh, it does happen, yeah, but, <laughs> but at the time of our... Uh, Put it this way, he's wearing those shorts, listeners. He's wearing them. <laughs> Which are constantly ripping us. But also, yeah, so that's one is we're running... With you. Yes. Hi. The second one is the number of people have said, thanks for making me laugh on my own in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Which is, uh, we do nice. apologise for, but it is praise indeed. It is nice, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the third one, of course, is the, that I forgot, but the third point of that triangle is uh, drinking, reporting, yes. the hangovers, the yes. abstemious times. The general life stuff. The cocktail recipes. The yes. Two bottle Sundays. Yeah. Although you're more... Prosecco and orange juice at this this year seems to be yeah, yeah. and the two bottle Sundays have had a bit of a have had a bit of a on a hiatus at the moment mostly because you can get drunk on a Thursday now yeah mostly because there's no <laughs> oh, that's I'll, right I'll, you're not on mostly the... because we have no working week no weekend pressure cooker and I've actually realised that if you do, this is this is really like simple life stuff that I'm sure loads of people will already understand. Yeah. If you don't get really smashed on a Sunday, yeah. you can get more done on a Monday. What? <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. I ain't gonna put that on a, you should honestly, have that on a poster in front of a picture of the sea. <laughs> picture of, picture if you of me don't with, get smashed yeah. on a Sunday. Picture of me with food all over my top. I'll tell you what, Tuck's words of wisdom. No, I've got it. You in a really high-end yoga gear doing tree pose. <laughs> on top of a cliff, yeah. facing into the westering sun. If you don't get smashed, you don't get really smashed on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing though. But I'll get to like Tuesday afternoon. I think God, I've, I've already got lo- more done than I used to do in a week. Because <laughs> I'd, I'd get smashed on a Sunday. Monday, Tuesday would be basically write-offs. Yeah. Or sort of admin, and we'd do this and whatever. And then Wednesday, Thursday, do a bit of work, and then you're gigging again. 
<laughs> well, it goes nice. deep into the past, isn't it? It's like you were saying about, you know, running then. You know, there's, your life went running, raving, running. I just didn't have the first bit of running. Yeah. And, you know, even long before being a comedian, I used to really put some, uh, put some effort into partying on weekends. Yes, yeah, yeah. And yeah. you can't do it when you're older because no, I didn't realise when I was in my mid-twenties how little there was in my life that I could just make Monday to Wednesday or Thursday a total waste of time yeah. <laughs> and get away with it. Yeah. You can't do that when no, you've got a job and kids and all that stuff, which is annoying. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's... Uh, oh, oh, bloody hell. Oh, scary sounding dogs. I think it's just hot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you didn't hear that, you probably didn't hear it. There was a kind of yeah, so bulldog back there going like this. <laughs> Well, it sounded like an attack, but really, I think it was dog for. Oh my God, it's up today, no? So we started. Uh, so we started the old podcast, and the first event was probably London, the London Marathon. Well, I remember about half because right. because I was so unfit for it. I tried to train, right, but I was carrying a bit of extra weight. I was newly vegan and not as good at the nutrition. Right. I don't think I'd really done the distance. I was still injured and ill, and really. Just then, and the London Marathon, which was better. I remember the finish line of that London Marathon, which, you know, the, the bath half was a wake-up call. Yeah. And I sort of put the time in to being healthier. But still, my body was recovering from the winter, you know. Yeah. And I ran it really solid. It was a good time, but not... But at the time, it was all disappointing because it, was, it wasn't as fast as times I'd done before. And uh, oh. But the main thing I remember from that, and it was the very first time I did Should that. Should go the other way around? Do it. Let's do it. Sometimes, if you go the other way around, it's not the same. <laughs> <laughs> on, your, on your fridge in a loincloth. <laughs> different way around. It's like, it's the same, but different. <laughs> One day, is it Tuesday? Got loads done. Tonks nuggets. <laughs> So that first London... Yeah, I just remember... Actually, with us. You did about, what, 325 or something? Well, I can't remember. What I think it? that's exactly it. It was... Yeah, which, in the long game, in 14 marathons, they all average out around 335. Right. So, after I did my fastest time, which is 314, anything... There's a kind of run there where at the time they seem slow. But from here... If I was cutting in under, yeah, anything under three thirty is so it's perfectly incredible times, you know. Yeah. And I think it might, it might, it's one of two times. It was either three twenty six or three twenty two, right? But the specific experience of it was, and the new experience was one of putting it all out there, yeah. Even when not coming from a place of super hey, fitness, just psychologically, yeah. I got to the finish line. And it was like the world went back into black and white. It was like, ooh. And I'd been holding all of that back, you know? Yeah. Feeling fine. Got over the line. And just, it all, I mean, that's what it feels like to finish a marathon anyway. But uh, more and more in recent years. And it's kind of worrying, but also heartening to know I can do it. In fact, what? to bring it right back into the present day, I think in the last few uh, weekends... I've really accessed pace yeah. in my Saturday 5Ks. But I'll tell you what, it's not so much like I'm getting fitter as that I'm getting better at overriding my central governor. Better at uh, 
pushing it. Better at hurting yourself. Exactly. In a good way. Exactly. That's, that's not like running through injury or something. That's, that's not like spiking pain in your tendon that you're ignoring. It's just that general just stress pushing, that you feel. Pushing the machine into the red. Into, yeah. And yeah, and, it, and I so know it. And I, I know it when I'm out there. I'm like, okay, this is, this yeah. is good. This is difficult. I'll hold on to it. And real, it's a, it's a, it's a battle, you know. It's like yeah. a 20-minute t- wrestle with myself. We've talked about that a lot, haven't we? How yeah. How to run faster. One of the lessons we've learned is just move your legs quicker. Right. Do you know what I mean? In the running phase, you just run faster, you'll be faster. Wait a minute, let me get a picture of you against the leaves. <laughs> Rub Wednesday, some oil on yourself. Wednesday's wisdom. You want to run faster, run a bit faster. If you want to go faster, if you want to get there quicker, move your legs a bit faster. <laughs> but so, you, it's often forgotten though, isn't it? No, it's true. I <laughs> thought I'd just run this bit faster, I'd have got there quicker. Well, in all seriousness, exactly, your, your body kind of says, run with us, run with us. <laughs> <laughs> um, the uh, um, oh, the, you, that, when you're running, you do think you think, but I am running. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you, the, that, the that, little voice here saying, if you want to get that time you you think you can get, then you're going to have to dig in and run faster than this. Yeah. and the whole rest of you is going, but I'm running really fast right now. Yeah. <laughs> now we've talked a lot about motivation and times and stuff, but yeah. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, a lot of this, it, it, you know, people who are coming new to the show, if there's anyone who hasn't got and read your book, get in there. Because that's yeah, a story. That's a great angle on a story. Yeah, well, that was, that was a big part of our, mine and our journey in the first couple of years, wasn't it? Me trying to beat three hours of the marathon. Yeah. So we talked a lot about motivation and training and chunking things down. And no plot spoilers, you're just have, going to have to read that book and find yes, out how that went. How it went on. Did I make my legs go faster? You're going to write a book well, that's running a three-hour marathon. That's often been a motivational thing for me, though. It's just like, look, it's almost too stupid to say, but the quicker you do it, then the, the sooner you can stop. Yeah. <laughs> but that's that, really daft, isn't it? But we can find the serious <laughs> on it again. It's a, but that's, I think that is... Well, that, that, that lead us into something really key, because we've said it before and we'll say it again. We're well aware that we are keen runners of a certain pace. Yeah. You know, in terms of... We've got different backstories, we've got different life stories, but we're both fairly pacey, experienced marathonios. Yeah. And... We're just well aware that that just makes us a tiny slice of the running community. Yeah. And the whole running community, the marathon running community, the parkrun community, and we really do believe that if you're running, you're a runner. Yeah, yeah, And we're all brothers and sisters. And when you say that about finishing as soon as possible, I think that's really important with events because it is all about what's available to you. Yeah. This is one I've said before, but people might go, oh, God, it's amazing, three-hour marathon a four-hour marathon, whatever it might be. But if you can do it, if it's available to you, then, yeah, you've got to put it all out there. But you do get to reap the benefits. Yeah. It means you get to stop running <laughs> after four hours. Because there's nothing... We, I love running, but when you're running really hard, there's nothing better than stopping. That's right. <laughs> and if you are someone for whom the available marathon is a six-hour marathon, then 100%, there is no... 
that's that's just a different achievement. Yeah, yeah, my you know, you're, 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 I think it's probably. It's, it's, well, we've talked about this many times. It might well be a tougher achievement. That's exactly the, ta- <laughs> the time on your feet. It's, it, yeah. in, a, in very simple terms, it's the difference between getting out there, running a marathon, and finishing it, and being out there and kind of running all day. Yeah, I mean, yeah, setting off at nine, finished by noon, or setting off at nine and still be out there at half two. Yeah, yeah. and that is such it's an achievement. It's absolutely huge. Yeah. It's all about marshalling what's available. Thank you, Marshall. It's all about marshalling what's available to you. So, here's to all the runners. Yeah. Um, so marathons. We've done marathons. We'll do it again. Events. We get the odd guests. It's been harder to get, obviously get guests during lockdown. Yeah, well, but we, and we're, we're, we and we can be a bit lazy. We're patchy getting guests anyway. Yeah, yeah, but we we'll be returning to that. We'll be getting some good ones that we haven't so got. So give it a different dynamic. There's some nice. fell runners we want to get in touch with. It was uh, one that never happened. We should try and get back to us the. The woman who, whose legs went just feet away from the end of the marathon last year. Yes. That was, uh, and so on and so forth. Comedian runners, they're always good for that a laugh. Was, that was one of the frustrating aspects of this whole COVID thing, along with all the, you know, the immense seriousness of it all, was that we were just starting to get a little toe into the running community, weren't we? Yeah, we yeah. We did that national running show. We met loads of nice people. Loads of yeah, runners, that's right. And it was well, I think our current... Our current uh, uh, this chat online is a nice, uh, you know, I think that's shifted and changed into something new rather than completely gone away. But yeah. you're absolutely right. It's nice to be part of it, be invited to do things and for people to realise that we're in this conversation. Because that's the, what's, we, we do want to be doing something original, which is talking about it properly, but having a bit of fun with it. And I think that means it, it takes us a while to slot in. But people, we're in that community now, aren't we? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Two comedians seem to think they're part of the community, <laughs> even though they haven't spoke to anyone for months. <laughs> <laughs> if they are the community, they're the uh, idiots on the side of the community waving a silly flag saying, can we be in the community? <laughs> <laughs> Got a community! Can I have it? Um... So, yeah, we've had some adventures. If you haven't listened back to, you should root out... Um, I was getting lost in the forest was good. Yeah. The one where I lost yeah, Paul's yeah. phone. People say, where do we start? And a lot of people just start at the beginning, don't they? Yeah. Um, and then there's the... There was, actually, a one where, there was a famous one where Rob looked after my phone. <laughs> <laughs> nice Judas is used to look after. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All became, happened live. That became a bit of an odyssey. That was nice. Yeah. Getting and lost like in Dolby Forest. I thought, I thought we'd never get out. Yelling. Running with Martin Yelling. Oh, that was fantastic. Line. That was lovely. Oh, that's a really good one. Old uh, Susie Chan running with uh, yeah. Ray Worth. Yep. Vassos. Really nice guests. Yep. Um, Lisa Jackson. Running with we got yeah, lost Lisa with Lisa Jackson. Jackson as well, didn't we? Yeah, she was lovely, yeah. <laughs> I was really early on, actually, yeah. running with Lisa Jackson. Running with Tom, uh, having a laugh with Tom Price. He's yeah, always he's good great for a laugh, isn't he? Magic. Oh. Yeah, Magic FM's Tom Price. <laughs> and just the kind of... Oh, look at that. I'm going to take a photo. Look at this sunny, yeah, sunny day. Nice. Open the cafes. Just, just open them up now. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. 
Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Yeah. They've opened up Kenwood, haven't they, in Hampstead, apparently. Have they? Yeah. That's yeah, what I've I can heard. see that. Word on the street is... <laughs> <laughs> so, talking to people on street corners in North London. <laughs> yeah. Kenwood, mate. Yeah. You want to ask him to cappuccino? <laughs> yes. You go to Kenwood. Do you know it from me? Toilets in Kenwood are now open over. Make your way to a place of safety. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. yeah, starting to open up. And, um, and, and, there was your uh, hernia. That's probably an episode to avoid going back. Yeah, the hernia was here. Should we go here? Ooh, thought it was um, tough. Good. Yeah, I found all the little... I found all the little cut-throughs running around here during COVID. Um, yeah, and it's just charting our journeys. And now, I suppose, we're sort of, like everyone else, you're just waiting yeah. to open up again. Feeling fairly fit-ish, aren't we? Cause yeah. Because we've had, we've had oh, consistent uh, months of no injury, touch wood. Yeah. And... Uh, we do know we've been doing okay mileage along with everyone else. Hopefully. Yeah, I mean the, the maintenance ho- mileage. Maintenance. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say about my running in the last few months. I was going to say it's high maintenance. I'm high maintenance. <laughs> That's got Freudian slip. Yeah, I really am. But we, it's, sort of, it's been a sort of decent maintenance. Yeah, it's been. A bit, I mean, for you, it's been what about thirty miles a week, sort of. Thing. Yeah, pushing to thirty-five recently, and yeah. just lots of exercise. Yeah, and lots of that is long runs. Lots of. Uh, Double figures of miles. Yeah. Always fast running in the week. Yeah. But not all week. Right. You know, I'm really genuinely excited to see what I can do next. Yeah. You know. I think the first, when they, when they do happen, the first races are going to be proper tear-ups, aren't they? Yeah. I think people are going to be frothing at the bit. To yeah, that's right, because it's, uh, you know, in so many ways, people are like, like I was saying about my mum, people are like champagne corks just ready to pop. Yeah. And a, and a lot of people, once the initial mad panic of the whole thing settled down, got down to some serious training. Yeah. I know people have been doing 100-mile weeks and yeah. just more training than they would normally because they don't have to go to work. That's right. If you add that to the kind of people who train, like, uh, in, a, in an obsessive way anyway. Yes. I mean... Yeah. You know, we're going to be now he's recovered from his injury. I think Martin Hutchinson is doing 1,500 miles a day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of those classic five run days, 12 session days. (laughs) Take it easy, Martin. I just assume he's running at any point, (laughs) night or day. So does he. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. But Martin's just an example. You know, you guys are 
smashing it out there. And if you have been injured and stuck, you know, it's been tough. Yeah. A few people getting in touch saying, I can't listen, I can't run at the moment. And it's such a pain when the sun, but it is hot out here. Yeah. And you will be back. So yeah, hang in there. And it's been a bit less painful being injured because... It's all right, mate. It's been a bit less painful being injured because there's no races going on. Yeah. So... What do you think? Do you think the... Uh, so the um, at the moment, the marathons we were involved with were uh, Manchester, London and New York. Yeah. And uh, it's scheduled to be first two weekends in October. Right. And the first weekend in November. I would... My, if I was to... This is a completely unexamined thought. Yeah. But my... If you're a betting man. If I was a betting man, which I so am not. Same here. Same here. <laughs> you know me. Yeah, anyway, I, I would say that one or other of Manchester or London will go ahead. But I don't know which one. And, and that New York won't happen. Sort of based on where America's on a slightly different page with yes, the yeah, yeah, lockdown. Yeah. Well, and also the New York one's tied in with the election. I'm not sure... It's like the day up before it or something. Yeah, that New York is sort of... Seems to be a lot of... Again, I'm no expert. Seems to be a lot of fighting going on in America at the America moment. America seems a little bit... What's the word I'm looking for? Troubled. Yeah. <laughs> seems to be sort of burning down. Yeah, yeah. Um, and maybe they do need to burn it down and then go a bit further west and build it back up again. Well, it's going to be... Uh, constitution for you. It's... Um, <laughs> Yeah, I'd be surprised if New York happened. I'll, to be, I'll, I'll be honest, I'd be surprised if any of them happened. I um, agree. But on but the other hand... That's not really based on anything. I mean, it's kind of nice to, uh, almost at this moment in time, to pretend they're going to yes. just purely to beef up the old training. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. To see yourself at the start of a four-month block. So that's... System, so. I mean, when they, these, this is what's going to happen as we go forward. We're, we'll... Uh, there will be some events, and we'll be getting our <laughs> bronze, silver, gold. There will and, be uh, some events. And we'll get some interviews going on, and we'll go, maybe even go to some different places one yeah. day. I've well, always well, what, wanted well, to, to run with you in uh, South Wales. I haven't been to that. My favourite run. I haven't been there for well, years one, Well, now. one advantage of there not being any gigs is that there'll come a time... There'll come a time where things are open on a weekend, but we won't be gigging. Yeah. And maybe we should just use that time to go to Wales or something. Or do you know what I mean? Just yeah. have a little adventure. Yeah. Because what else are we doing? Yeah, exactly. That's what's got. I'm kind of thinking, yes, unless I get a job. Yeah, yeah, totally. I'd probably to- just be getting fish out the back of a van or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Is that what jobs are like? <laughs> I've never bloody had one. I always that 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 uh, that little phrase "fish out of the back of a van" always reminds me of the time I bought all the fish out of a bloke's van. You know those Geordies who come round. Yeah. And I uh, keep running. We lived in uh, we lived in uh, Stoke Newington. Yeah. And these, these these they're just knocking door to door. This lovely, sweet little bloke. I was like, all right, mate, we're just selling fish door to door. We've got haricake, swordfish, monkfish, cod, bit of mackerel. He just went through all, he just went through all these fish for ages. And I'd, I'd just done a weekend at the store. Yeah. And I had loads of cash. And I was like 24. And I was an idiot. You know? <laughs> That's what he said. And I just said, uh, I just said, yeah, yeah, I'll have them. 
And he went, oh, oh, you'll have them. He said, all right, as I say, we've got Haddock, Hake, we've got Macro. I said, mate, I'll have them all. And the, the look he gave me was, I was absolutely amazed. And I spent like 200 quid on fish. Yeah. How much of it did you eat before you had to throw it away? Well. As a percentage. Well, I put it in the freezer and, and uh, my wife cut home and I thought she'd be really pleased. <laughs> why, why did you think that? <laughs> the look she gave me, all this fish. But the, it was almost worth it for the little look, because obviously this had never happened to him before. Yeah. Just driven down on some idiot. But bless him. We bought, so yeah, you could do that. Wow, oh, look at this. Fish. I just uh, stopped going to take a photo of Paul running through the woods. It's so, it looks like, um, I've said it before, but the first reference I always think of is the very beginning of Ray's Lost Ark, you know, when they're creeping up through the woods. Yes. It's just amazing. The light coming through the trees is gorgeous. And the kids playing in the, in the woods there. It's just yeah. beautiful, isn't it? Oh. What a time. Lucky us. Yeah, we've been so lucky through this. And so, you know, when people say... I'm not, we're not going to get political, but people say, I wish there'd been a tougher lockdown. There's obviously a case for that, but I'm glad that we were allowed on our exercise today. Yeah. I think that would have been... Well, I hey, been, I bought that blooming treadmill. Yes. I was so scared. Yeah. And now it's just sitting in the way. Who, uh, what I want to do is wheel it round to a few houses. We're selling treadmills yeah. through the door. <laughs> we do it. All right, mate, just got a treadmill I'll in. give you £2,000. <laughs> yeah. I'll have it, mate. <laughs> I say that, we looked up to see how much it was worth to you. Yeah. It has doubled in price since we bought it. Yeah, yeah, it's not a bad investment, actually. <laughs> it was a bad investment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah, the, well, exercise. Well, it's a, like so many things about the lockdown, it's just a lens that tells us a bit more about who we are, isn't it? I mean... It throws into sharp relief, sharp relief how good running is. Yes. <laughs> but you can use this yeah, for yeah. one of your nuggets, Paul. Yeah. Running how utterly is good useful. for your physical and mental health. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. God, I'm no good at this. That's Thursday. Picture of me standing in the car park. Running, running. is good, good for you, isn't it? It's very good for you. Don't sit down. Thank you. Go Not just run. physical yeah. health, but also your mental... Oh, shut up, Ryan. <laughs> but that has become even more starkly apparent, hasn't it, through all this? Yep. Just the benefits That's right, of the it. pressure's been on it, and it has, yeah. and it has delivered. Yeah. My knee steps. Steps in in the wood. Do you know what? It's like a neat old... Segway. Yeah. But I didn't realise, as listeners will know, I made a kind of management decision to say, right, not only we're not doing these marathons, I'm not going to do any virtual marathons or any run around the garden. Right. Yeah. I'm going to write my book instead. Yeah. Because I wanted to write the book. You know, it was more selfish than that. I needed a, I needed the kick to get to my book. Yeah. And uh, I thought, well, if I share the profits of Parkinson's UK, use the time of the lockdown, da-da-da. You know, it's all logical. Everyone can yeah. see what my thought process was there. But what I hadn't even crossed my mind, yeah. which I'm so lucky about, is because it's picaresque, you know, it's a bunch of stories of runs in different places. Yeah. And you know what it's like when you're writing. You really do go back to those places. Boys. Yes. So I've, tra- I've done that. I've been just... Again, it's another thing that 
it always sounds a bit sort of uh, dishonest, but it isn't when I say I did that sort of almost by accident, you know? Yeah. And I, I've spent this last few weeks going kind of into regression therapy and doing runs in other countries, rainy cliff tops, you know, cities that we're so used to going to that we, that we suddenly haven't been spending time in, like Glasgow and Edinburgh and Birmingham and Newcastle and... It's been absolutely great, and I yeah. didn't, it didn't cross my mind at all that that would be an aspect of it, you know? Well, the rediscovery of it. Yeah, and just spending time with those runs again, and rooting through my ultimately handily obsessive memory. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just been like going on those runs again, you know? Yeah. Just loading them up onto the, onto the system again. That is great to... Uh... <laughs> When you do travel, isn't it? Experiencing it in a different way. Yeah. Well, that's the main thing, apart from, you know, once... Hello again. Hey, mate. <laughs> One of the... Uh, that's a nice fella. Yeah. We see, must be doing... Just come off the set of people's house. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> he was in... We saw him in almost the same place. <laughs> um, oh, gosh, it's all happening. Um, we're going in and out of the dusty bluebells at the moment. Um, aside from what it's done for me and myself and us running together and charity and stuff the, the geographical joy of running has been finding new stuff on the ground in all these cities Yeah, always, it's always Victorian engineering towpaths and um, old railways and reservoirs and so on it's, it's, uh, yeah. you must have found some new runs during lockdown itself, isn't it? Oh, you, yeah. Because totally. the old routes. Yeah. Because they're a bit more populated. That's right. And if you add to that the fact that I've got... I've done my best summer running in that, in that kind of maintenance run and just getting used to going out the door and running 8, 10, 12 miles rather than 7 without really thinking about it. Yeah. It just enables me to go that bit further. Yeah. How, think, did, how did you uh, park run... Well, you're not Parker. How did your 5K Saturday morning classic go this week? Yeah, well, like I was saying, it's it's in a new mode now. It was the second one that I've done a real lick. So there was one a fortnight before, just my fastest run for months. Even though I've been doing it every week, I just found something new in it. And then I took a week off, partly because... I think that run and a couple of others very nearly injured me. Right. And so kind of didn't, but made me feel a bit untoward for a, a few days. Edge, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, so then I went out again on Saturday and uh, accessed the same kind of action, really. There was, um, it wasn't as measurably fast because there's a little alleyway in it. Right. Where little snicket. I got stuck behind people twice right uh, it's on my loop so I go through it three times I lost about a minute yeah walking a, yeah, but as I was saying the other day still kind of good it's quite good Philip to be running that fast and then to stop completely and then go right where were we yeah you know it's not it makes you realize that it's not some kind of elusive magic bubble you yeah. can get back to it yeah and you know ultimately it's not a park run. It's just me going out for a run, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. That's uh, 
that's another thing we've learned, isn't it? So when you're running, you're running. When you're not running, you're not running. No, I don't, this one's too complicated <laughs> for me. I mean, you know, you know what I'm saying, though, isn't it? Like before a race, yeah. it's weird, isn't it? Because you, you know you're going to be running, but you're not running. And then you, you get a thing in your head about... There's almost a fear of, like, when the running starts. Yeah, yeah. And then the running starts, and it's like... I remember this. Do yeah, that's absolutely it's, true. It's such a familiar state. Yeah. There's what, also what this danger. Scared about? <laughs> There's also this danger of being careful. Yeah. I think I was trying to get better at the old Saturday 5K. Right. And uh, I started to be a bit ginger about it. You know, sort of like, um, oh, well, I'll make sure I don't run on Friday. And right, yeah, yeah, No yeah, drinking yeah. on Friday night. And, yeah. And somehow that mindset was slightly infecting the actual running. Yes, yeah, yeah. And I was going, going well, I seem to be making a fair pace. Yeah. And, and, and then suddenly I went out and I thought, oh, sod it. Oh, I've accidentally already run further than I was planning to run this week. Oh, I've accidentally yeah. had a lot to drink. Yeah, <laughs> or at least some to drink. Just be a bit more and bullish about it. And just got out there. And just, exactly. And then just throw it off. Thank you. And just slightly, just, just detach from yourself more. Yeah. You can't, it is, being present is a, is a problem for me as a runner. You know, that's why I do like listening to music. And that's why I do like running with a hangover. Yeah. Just, trying to forget myself. Yeah. Trying to take a break from this idiot. Yeah. And, uh, and that's it. So that when you start running, it's like something that's happening to you, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Leathering off down it's, the road near just, me. Yeah, accessing get... fitness that I've got yeah. so it's not like a ridiculous it's not delusional but equally turning around and going oh god yeah, it's Ooh, not... he's going pretty fast okay stay with it yeah, it's, you it, know it's nice not to overthink it it's nice to reach the stage where I'm at now where I can go I can run for five or six miles quite slowly because a lot of the time I do train really slow Yeah, and it is just like nipping down to the shops there's something really nice about that, isn't it? It's yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. It's, just like, it's literally like a little walk. Yeah. That's lovely, isn't it? That's nice to be I'm that really fit. Like, and it's purely for the mind. I'm it's purely a, letting my head go. Yeah. I'm not having to think about it at all. Yeah. But when the tempo comes in, obviously. Yeah. You've got to concentrate for the tempo. Yeah. Well, I was on... Uh, thank you. I was on Hackney Marshes the other day. And um, I established a... Uh, part of it that's exactly a mile right and talking about taking stock i remembered i think maybe our very first run not our first run together but our first run just us yeah long before it was a podcast as long to <laughs> i don't want to walk anymore it's too hot <laughs> yeah. there's a dog just wiping out on the just, path there yep, yeah i'm done just belly flopping on I'm the done. turf bring the car around <laughs> <laughs> so yeah we went around close to a park on a sunny day and Paul said, let's do a bit of fartlek. Effortlessly changing my running yeah. forever. So, one day soon, in the spirit of we should have anniversary, a go we're going to go to Hackney Marshes. Do some fartlek. Try and do some uh, different Some good old-fashioned speed play. Yeah. Well, I did the, uh, the tempo last week, and it was 10-minute bursts. Yeah. And I was doing about 6.35 pace yeah. for the 10-minute burst. Which is hard. It felt hard work. Yeah. But good fun, though. Do you reckon but you could do... Work. Do you reckon you could do run three of them together? I don't know yet, you know. I don't know. If you... Like, the, realistically, if someone said, right, park runs back, Saturday, what do you reckon you could get? I think I'd do about 2020, maybe. Yeah, I think I'd be very similar. I think yeah. that that's where I was, get, I was getting to a good point at the beginning of 
the lockdown, I think my good times this year have all been around something on the good side of 20 minutes and 30 seconds. Yeah. And I'd like to think I'd got, I might have got faster, but I think it's more maintenance. Yeah. But it'd be good to see what the parkrun experience could do. You know, because of course you can't match it. A sense of someone else worrying about the course. Yeah, yeah. Totally. People around you to key off. You yeah, know. yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a, yeah. I'm so much more competitive than I even now let myself admit. Yeah, yeah, it's good to have people around you. <laughs> Every time I go to Victoria Park, I see someone and say, oh, yeah, they're not going faster than me. And I yeah. get home and realise I was running about a minute per mile faster in the park. <laughs> Getting well, home going, why am I so tired? It's great. To, yeah. <laughs> it's great to key off people. Well, I mentioned that the, the other day when we had... A quick chat last week after the podcast, but it, I was like, I found myself in. Uh, she's having. It's a bit like being bulldozed. She's been chased. Yeah. That's like some sort of zombie apocalypse kind of reenact. Um, when I was running, it, I was running fairly fast already because I was on a, I was on a kind of steady, moderate blending into thresholdy kind of push myself run. And I was and I was just a little bit faster than this than this young woman in front of me. Yeah. And I was running towards her side. But it just felt a little bit awkward. I was literally running at maybe ten seconds a mile faster than her. Yeah. So it took ages to get past her. <laughs> and I like had to a really pla- slow mo like a conveyor belt. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Oh, hey up. <laughs> Whoops. And I had to, uh, to a little dog slam, and I had to break the tension just a little. But I'm really sorry. I'm just running slightly faster. I'm not trying to freak you out because it was just it was just us for quite a while, yeah, yeah. very close. But I didn't want to slow down because I was enjoying myself. But at the same time, I didn't want to create any. Was it like this? Any action? Yeah, it was a little. I'm not trying to freak you out. But I didn't want to accelerate loads because I knew I couldn't sustain it do you know what I mean I didn't want to get into that game so it was, but once we broke the tension we were fine with it we had a good laugh about it yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's funny those things Did, when you say up. we had a good laugh was her laugh like this <laughs> gotta go yeah 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 a little bit like that. no she was uh, she was fine but it was like uh, it, it kind of had to be sad you know? yeah you had to address it well particularly in these times when people another thing we discussed people are more interactive in London because everyone is aware of each other because of social distancing yeah which can lead to some pretty nice chats yeah so that's good yeah well, I just love the running yeah yeah it's beautiful I, can't. I just wanted to punt one thing out which is a little bit odd I got a letter about three and a half months ago now just pre-lockdown from someone who'd read my book a fellow called Ewan who lives in Scotland uh-huh. that's all I can remember he sent me a really nice letter through Runner's World yep and I because he'd sent me a letter I wrote him a letter yeah and I typed it up and I was just about to send it off and then lockdown happened and I couldn't get to the post office and now of course I've lost his address right so I'm just it's just a shout out if if you're listening, because he did listen to the podcast, yeah, he's about my age, similar running experiences. If you are listening, you and find us on the socials and give Paul your address. You and give us a shout. Give me your address. I have a letter for you. Yeah, it's been bugging me for months. I felt so bad. I was just about to send it, then everything shut down. Yeah, and then of course you forget it for a while, and now I've lost his blooming address. Yeah. 
So there we go. Understood. Well, well done. We we'll find you, and that's the magic. Yeah. But I know it's such a nice community, you know, you guys. It's so nice, that balance of... And I suppose that's the other thing that's grown. You don't really think about it, but the socials have grown so much since we started, don't, yeah. haven't they? Partly in the world and partly just for us. And now we've got this great community of people and we know in real life, people we've known online for years and people we've just met online. Nicely unforced as well, because we're not really very good at that marketing stuff. <laughs> it's good for us. And we constantly be told by, by people that we should get better at it, but we can't really, so we're kind of a, we're a bit of a stealth organisation. Well, and also that's... Just, our, our, our podcast is literally a marathon, not a sprint. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that with socials in particular, that's good, because you, it's not the same if you're cynical about it, if yeah. you do it to, to boost the algorithms or to boost sales. It's, it's just, a, a, it's genuinely a community, isn't it? Yeah. And community is strength yeah. as a... Uh, Strangely Orwellian, yet community is power. There's a red poster. As we move forward. <laughs> I ran back from Hackney Downs the other day. Just the other side of Hackney Downs from my house, there's a big red poster with that written on in white capitals. And I totally agree. Yeah. Community is strength. But community is strength. I nevertheless, I didn't realise it would look so much like I was running through 1984 <laughs> yeah. when I saw that poster. Community is strength. We're launching a statue yeah. of running culture. Oh, you had to bring up statues. <laughs> a statue in the Just woods. Just me there, a lovely chat. <laughs> a statue in the woods. Well, listen, what a great run. Really good fun. Always and a I pleasure. What, hey, and I'm sorry, just a little thing, but I'm sorry oh. to drag you out on a Tuesday nah. when you've got training later. But maybe, like we were saying about um, 5Ks on a Saturday, it might help you find something. We've yeah, just been fine. trotting. It's absolutely fine. That, that's a very a nice, gentle five-miler. It's real pleasure. Yeah. So, and it was nice to do a little little recap. Yeah, good to, for us. To, to, to remember how far we've come and how far we've got to go. Help us start thinking about what the hell what, we're going to do next. <laughs> I mean, in a positive way, about what we're going to do next. As we move forward. I think the phrase, what the hell, is not... Together. <laughs> there we are. We're, here we are in the park and walk. I wonder if we'll ever run here again and record an episode. Could happen. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great, too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. 
one of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. <laughs> 